Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to episode 88 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Mitch. have a lot of great things to talk about today. A little bit of Oscar talk, uh, Dark Phoenix, Man of Steel 2, some Flashpoint, Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. Mission Impossible, Infinity War, and we have some RoboCop news. Ooh. And some more, so <laughs> stick with us. And... 88 miles per hour. The right. show will be. Oh, I know. It's exciting. <laughs> no, this is really a good show. It's just just the two of us. So just the two of us. Cue the music. Um, <laughs> you should have Perfect Strangers music cue up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I like that song. That was a great show. I yeah. like that song. Oh, good times. I think they might be bringing that back. Are they? Maybe. You'd well, have to have the same actors do it, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, they actually... Um, you watch Stranger Things? Yeah. Okay, so when season two came out, Kimmel did a parody of Perfect Strangers with a Demi Gordon. Gorgon oh, whatever, yeah. And they had to like live with it. And it was <laughs> funny. It was really funny. Yeah, that, those guys are, oh man, such a good show. Yeah. I don't know, TGIF. Yep, I miss the days when they had that on Friday. That was, God, you get home from school. And TGIF, you couldn't wait for it to start at 7 o'clock. And it was, remember when... Um, yeah, they had Perfect Strangers, uh, Step by Step. Um, they had uh, the Steve Urkel, Family Matters. And then, um, was it Dinosaurs? The one... That was on for a little bit. Yeah. 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 It, it kind of changed throughout. Full House was Full House. Full House was also on there at one point. Yeah, they had... Uh, I was looking at Facebook and this totally 80s uh, um, page that I follow had like all the grand openings for TGIF. I, I saw that too. Yeah. I shared it. I was like, oh my gosh. I know. This is cool. <laughs> I don't remember the first one, though, with, like, the big, fat, bald dad. That one, I don't think, ran too long. No. I've never seen that once in a while. But I was I, on, like, the USA Network, so I, just, I don't like, even just think... just the 10 of us or something like yeah, that? Yeah, but that, like, yeah. that wasn't an actual show on TGIF that I remember. Yeah, that might have just been someone not knowing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was something separate, too. And I do think... Uh, um, I do think that show was definitely on there at one point, though. Um Probably the Perfect Strangers, long. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was on there, but it was like at the very, very, very beginning. They had some really good songs in the 80s for the They shows. did. Like, really good songs. Like, actual people actually had to try at this stuff. I know. And not just, well, and now the grand opening is, you know, you kind of get a shorter version, unless you're watching it on video or something like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Nobody ever plays the, the full intro like they used to. I know. Damn it. Everybody's concerned about content. <laughs> well, it's, it's our fault as well as actually yeah. all the uh, electronics in the world. I know. Our attention span is like, we're like children, you know? But it's, it's like, funny. Ugh. It's funny because now you're starting to see these Netflix originals come out and they're, you know, 27 minutes, no commercials. And people are actually excited about it. So maybe our attention span's starting to grow again. I do like it. And then it gives you the option to skip intros. And yes. Like whoever that. created that, thank you. That's nice. That is wonderful. Yeah. For sure. Not like I don't like the opening of The Office, but sometimes I just want to get straight to the meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hear you. 
I hear you, man. Especially when you're a marathon and something like. Yep. This is great, but let's just get right into it. Yeah. You know, the last episode ended on a cliffhanger. I want to see what happened to Phil, or <laughs> Bob, I don't know. Dwight Schrute. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, the Oscar nominations were uh, announced. Yeah. Um, did you tune in? You know, and and we were talking about this before the show. I I think maybe just all that's gone on in Hollywood, I've just kind of put in the back seat because. There's just so much negativity in it, and they're trying to self-police, and it's going nowhere. So I've just kind of phased out. But I did, I did hear a little bit, and surprised to see some of them that uh, that got awards. Um, surprised to see that uh, the disaster artist didn't get a nomination nod. Um, of course, that may be a little bit political due to Franco, and then um, you know some other ones that just didn't make any sense. Uh, Del Toro didn't he get a? I don't think he did. Um, the director. Oh, thought, oh, I'm sorry. Or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong last name. Um, yeah. He did Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah, there you go. Del Toro. Yes, yes, there you go. Not Benicio. Yeah. Yeah, not related. No. No, good Would for be him. Weird. He's yeah. a very independent guy, you know, and this is a, gosh, it's almost like if they weren't doing a Hellboy um, reboot, yeah, he might have got a three after all this is done. Isn't he up for 13 nods? With I think this, so that yeah. shape of water is supposed to be. What quite is that something. show about? It's just, uh, it's kind of like, well, he loves monsters, so it's a monster right. movie, but it's okay. also a love story between a human and the monster. The monster, I can't remember what the deal is. Like the human that falls for him, I think she's deaf or something, mm. and she can communicate with it. So gotcha. They have a bond. Oh, okay. I've seen, I've seen yeah. previews. Okay, so it's not just different uh shapes with water placed in them so like here's no, a no. glass of water no. here's a box yeah. full of water right for you two got, hours you got michael shannon in there being michael shannon like, <laughs> you know he's, he's bringing it you know it's really it, it looks really good it's on my list for sure I, I would like to try to see it before the uh awards um that would be great yeah i mean michael, michael shannon as michael shannon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he gets an Oscar nomination. Yeah. The greatest job I've ever done is just being myself. myself. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I think Del Toro came to Universal uh, a while back, well, yeah. you know, a few years back, when they wanted to start their Dark Universe. Mm -hmm. And I think he wanted the reins of that, and they didn't give it to him. He would have been good at that. Yeah, because this Shape of Water could have been like Creature of the Black Lagoon almost. Right. kind of what it resembles. Right. I'm sure Universal is just kicking themselves. Well, and the 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 monster kind of looks like uh, that guy that swam in the in Ape the Sapien. pond. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's Doug Jones. Is... Oh, is it Doug Jones again? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's awesome. Oh, he's awesome. He plays Saru on Star Trek Discovery. He he just makes that man oh, really? come to life. It's yeah. unbelievable. That's that's a guy that's highly underrated. Oh, for sure. Because he was sure. also the Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four. Right, and yeah. he was supposed to get a speaking part. Right, know, but they dubbed him with Lawrence Fishburne. Which seemed to really never match too well to me. I don't know. It's probably because no. of CG and stuff. Yeah. He uh, he wasn't, uh, his voice wasn't um, uh, in Hellboy, but no. Hellboy 2 it was. It was? They got rid of David Hyde Pierce's voice for 2. Cause Doug well, Jones I could have swore that those were the same people. No. I Is mean, he... it's the same person in the, right. in the costume. But right. Yeah. Uh, Doug Jones actually used his voice in the second one. But he can. So is he an Englishman then? No, no. He's um, he's just a good actor. Okay. I think he really. He's like. um, um, 
played the apes, um, Andy Serkis. Oh, he's like that. Yeah, like he can make these creatures come to life. But right, he's got right. some acting chops. Like if you watch him on Star Trek, he that's he gets to shine all the all the time on that show. And of course, Shape of Water, I you know haven't seen it yet, but I, I assume he's got pretty good scenes there. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that um, that one just takes it all. Um, I, I saw the. Be the first time that a movie that isn't like you know really artsy the fartsy, boring, you yeah. Know, oh, I love yeah. you, I love you. I'm dead. I'm yeah. back. And where's she at? I don't know. The story actually has yeah some substance to it. Exactly. Right. So, you know, uh, starring Meryl Streep. You know, all that jazz. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Uh. You know. Uh. Of course, with all these nominations, some were like, yeah, I I see that, and mm-hmm. some were like, whoa, those yeah. got snubbed. We talked about the disaster artist, Logan. Um, Logan should have been. I think that's uh, that's a movie that everybody poured their heart and soul into, and I think it's it's weird because as you saw, Hugh Jackman pro- progress as Wolverine, his movies got increasingly better. Sure. Um, well, you know, it, it broke ground because yeah. it did nab adapted screenplay nominations, oh, which good. is huge because it's right. the first time ever comic book material has been adapted and gotten a nomination. You know, for that right. work. The big snub, of course, to me is you know. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman, I definitely see, mm-hmm. but I I'm more um, disappointed they didn't nominate Patrick Stewart. I really thought he brought it, like he really did a good job in that film, and it's a shame he didn't get nominated. And it's also, you know, it, it, politics. But I don't think in this case it's politics within the Academy. It's just the time that movie was released so long ago. You have to campaign to get someone nominated. You know, and you're kidding. Yeah, so I just think you know, it just it just came out so long ago, and it's it's a superhero film, so they you know probably didn't like that aspect. But man, Patrick Stewart is so great in that film. I really wanted him to get a nomination, and I I think that's a huge snub. Yeah, it's probably one of the biggest snubs. You know. Yeah. Um, Lego Batman movie didn't get nominated. You know, and I still haven't seen that. Um, people are saying it's good, but I it's good. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it deserves to get an Oscar, but. From the list they gave us, mm-hmm. uh, I forgot which one on there. Uh, John Cena voiced some kind of cow, Fernando, oh, cool. I think. Okay, but it bombed at the box office, and I don't, I don't know if it got good critical reception. It mm-hmm. probably did, I guess, but it just seems odd. Some of these movies were nominated, and yet, like Lego Batman was a big movie, and it had yeah. a good message to it. So a lot of people were, you know, upset about that. But you know, it happens with the Oscars. You're always going to get. Upset about something, um, yeah. you know. The glamour's worn off as I've gotten older here and see more of the what it's all about. You know, the the politics and then you know some of these policing items. Not saying I disagree, but I think the way they're handled is you know not the best, especially from people who are handling are probably people who've done the same thing they're accusing others of. You know, right, right. It's like, oh, well, I hope they don't catch me. I'm gonna pull my yeah. finger, but I'm gonna um, point them out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because when I was a kid, man, I loved the Oscars. I was like, yeah, I really thought great. they were judged on their talent. And they are to a degree, but it's po- it's politics. But have you seen some of the movies that win Oscars? Oh, I know. I mean, I growing know. up, you were like, yeah, man, they probably worked really hard and right. it's great. And-, and I don't really think like, oh, it used to be, you know, uh, you know, the art was honored. But yeah. it probably was always this way. Maybe yeah. when it first started. I don't know if it was the 40s or 50s. Um, Seems like uh, stories that are um, autobiographical in nature mm-hmm. do the best, and I I agree with that for the most part. Yeah. Um, 
Walk the Line, Ray. Uh, right. Is Dallas Buyers Club. I yes, mean, yes. they have some material to work off of, and then it's up to them to imitate the actual person. Sure. And how well they actually do that depends on whether or not they'll be in the Oscars. So Monster. Right. They're on. Mm-hmm. Directed by Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Who didn't get a nomination for Wonder Woman, which I Wonder can't. Woman should have gotten a nod, though. I mean, I so. to direct, or at least Gal Gadot or something, mm-hmm. you know, Um I think she did a fantastic job, and she did. And, and they, know, and... I got warm fuzzies when she walked out of that trench in World War One. Yeah, and just started running after him. Of course. I mean, I, just talking about it. I mean, that's that's a pretty powerful scene, and yeah. I don't think there were many people that could have captured that accurately. I mean, if anything, I Patty Jenkins should have gotten nominated for sure. Not to say she deserves it to win, but she deserves no. to be put on a list of yeah. other people. And you know, I didn't look at every single category, but I. I would hope Wonder Woman's nominated for something, you know, yeah. costume design. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tune in March 4th either way, even though, you know, I've. Who's who's going to be the uh, the announcer or the commentator? Oh, uh, Jimmy uh, Kimmel. Oh, good. Okay. Yep. He, good. He did good. He yeah. did good last year. And yeah, um, last year's actually <laughs> got so good at the <clears throat> very end. You remember that? Oh, yeah. They mixed up the. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh, I don't. I don't Poor know. Warren Beatty. Yeah. Annette Benning just like I'm or not Annette Benning, uh Faye Dunaway. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gone. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure it was embarrassing. It's like, wow, we were just supposed to come out here and it's like, what the hell, Oscars? Get your shit together. <laughs> and let's let's put up some decent movies and a win wards that should be one for decent movies and not just because there are certain I just think we need yeah. a, a brand new award show. We do. That will turn the other ones on their sides and maybe help them reevaluate like I just think anymore it's so I don't even watch other award shows because it pretty much gives away who's going to win the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Sadly, you know, uh, I, we were talking about the BAFTAs. I think that's yeah. that seems like more of a, of a fun show, I guess. Like, you know, they, like I said, they they gave Javier Bardem uh, an award for Skyfall. You mm-hmm. know, they have fun. Like, yeah. Holy crap. James Bond film was nominated. Right. Like, what's going on, Oscars? Well, let's have award shows done by the people that go see these movies. Right, yeah. Um, now, I'm not... I And there's a lot of politics behind oh, that, because you're going to all of a sudden have and all people... Kinds of stuff. It's nuts. It's have crazy. people trolling the you know the nominations and stuff like that, and maybe like a horrible movie is going to win an award. They just need award. a new award show. They uh, do. They need to revamp it, yeah. Get get the execs out of it. Of course, you know, good luck having an award show. But look, with YouTube nowadays... Someone could really put together a cool award show, I think. Yeah. You know, and then celebrities maybe would catch on. And mm-hmm. like the Razzies used to be like low key. And now it's like. I think Those are hilarious. Have, yeah. They actually have a big ceremony. So the worst of the worst. Exactly. So <laughs> like I said, either way, I'll tune in yeah. to the Oscars. Uh, you know, I, I still like the show. I just, um, you know, it's like the, the curtains have been pulled a little bit and I, I see a little bit of uh, yeah. mysteries gone. And well, I think reality it's sets age, in. Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll move on to other topics here. Uh, Hans Zimmer, who retired after doing BBS, you know, yeah. he's a composer, did all the Nolan films. Mm-hmm. He's coming back to do Dark Phoenix. Yeah. X-Men Dark Phoenix. That really intrigues me. Like, this should have a really good... Well, yeah. I I think he's the best of the best for... Um, you know, because he also did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. He's just, he's got a good sense of, he is the next John Williams to me. 
Sure. Um, I think he has memorable notes that just stick in your head, like Superman, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. And and he's got these... He's just good at what he does, so I can't wait to see what comes out. Um, kind of sad that he didn't get to do Justice League. Um, but, you know, I'm sure that's a lot of work because you're composing something that nobody's ever heard before. It's not like you're just taking in other people's music and entering them into stuff. I mean, you're going for emotion. What are you trying to find here? Um, I think it's going to be great. Anything he touches is is yeah. amazing. Well, BVS wore him out, basically. He had a I can understand. with um, Junkie XL to make oh. sure he didn't kind of repeat his Nolan pattern, you know? Yeah. Because this is a new Batman, and that's, I think, something he had a hard time with. You know, like, I, I knew Nolan's Batman. This is what I composed for that character. This one's totally different. Junkie XL was, I think, just solely going to do Justice League, and then they dropped out or got fired. You know, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. Who knows what happened? It's probably a, you know, staring contest. Right. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I'm, you know, he he's still, he's actually nominated with the Oscars oh, is this he? year for Dunkirk and Blade Runner 2049. Which, I didn't know I did Blade Runner. Really? Yeah, composed them, yeah. No, that's another reason to go see the movie. Yeah. Oh, Blade <laughs> Runner is a beautiful <clears throat> film. It's, that's what I've heard. It's very good. Um, I don't know if it... I'm sure on the smaller screen it translates pretty well, but the big screen it was really something to yeah. see. Dunkirk was, of course, good too. And yeah, so it looks like the Dark Phoenix has a little less drama now that Singer's gone. Good. And uh, yeah, it just seems to be more of a well-oiled machine under Simon Kingberg. This is from Evan Peters. He was interviewed. He plays... Uh, Quicksilver, and he pretty much confirmed Zimmer's involvement before right. it was official. It might not even be official yet, but that still intrigues me. Like, wow, they're getting a big composer for this film. Like, this might turn things around in a great deal, especially with them entering Disney territory. And right. who knows how they're going to handle all this, you know, crossing the streams of all these characters. You know? Well, I don't think you want to poke the bear, you know, keep yeah. on continuing with what's going well. Sure. Yeah, so I, I'm thrilled about that. You know, he's great composer, and you know we've already seen the images from Dark Phoenix, some of them, and they look great. Visually speaking, they're amazing. Yeah, I really, yeah. I hope, I hope for the best. I really yeah. do. You know, Apocalypse uh, kind of left a bad taste in the mouth. I didn't hate it, but it was definitely not a last stand for me. But. No, and and you're gonna have some problems here because um, Mystique is back, so and she's carried a lot of the movies. Mm-hmm. In in previous aspects, and I think uh, I was reading something somewhere. They basically said that uh, if the the director that they went with, Kingsburg Simon Kingsburg, mm-hmm. um, was going to direct, she basically had a pact with him that you know if he came back and directed this one, that he she'd come back. And um, I think she, I don't know, in interviews that she kind of shot herself in the foot only because she didn't like the process of the makeup. It's you know, it's hard on the skin and stuff like that, and it takes a long time. But They've improved um, it, though, for this. Yeah, and I, I hope the storyline does involve her a little bit because she is a big part of the of the scene, and I I almost kind of feel bad in a way because she is so much in, uh, involved in these other movies that, uh, you know, the original X-Men trilogy just kind of used her as a pawn for Magneto. Yeah. And we don't really get that big backstory of her, so it's it's nice to see them finally... Give a character like that she's some, a good guy now, really. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, she's, some credit due. So I, I'm, I'm sure at some point we'll see her venture off into maybe yeah. what the comic books actually did. 
But um, and I welcome someone to replace her. I mean, I, I don't hate her, but it's like you know. I think it's going to be tough because her star power is huge, and it's like yeah, well, you can probably find someone cheaper. True, but she's got she's got good chemistry with the actors already. Yeah, she and does, she's yeah. kind of the mother figure of these. As long as she doesn't phone it in, I, I'm okay. with Yeah, it, you know? and I don't think she don't will. Do that. Yeah. I don't think she. I, I don't think I've ever seen where she does phone it in. Some so. people thought she did with Apocalypse. I, oh, hmm. hard to say. I think Apocalypse is a whole phoned it in, not just. Well, and if you look at it though, these actors, you know, they're human. Yeah. And if the set's a chaos, it might be hard to get motivated to really put everything into it. You know, if she was phoning it in, if you, you know, you'd say, but I don't who, know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, that's think, a whole nother story. I think they should yeah. have taken, they should have listened to the fans a little bit more. Right. So yeah, I think uh, this this is very promising. This is looking better and better. So yeah, stay tuned on that one. That'll be a movie I see. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Man of Steel two may be happening. Ooh. They said the the rumor said that the announcement may come at the this year San Diego Comic Con. There's also a rumor that Superman might show up in Shazam, and okay. it'll be like a. Uh, that's cool. always been a great battle in the comics. Yeah, it's too bad we don't have Steve here to to talk about that. But I don't know. Do they battle in the comics? I I've you know, know I've seen some some comic book covers where they're battling. Um, I don't know much more than that. I and know from what I read, Billy Batson looks up to Superman, and yeah, he that's how he kind of tries to act as Shazam. Mm-hmm. So he has inspiration with that. So I'm sure you know it's comics. There's been several issues. I'm sure they've gotten into fights with oh, I'm sure. Krypton or, right. or um, Kryptonite, I mean, or whatever. Kryptonians. Yeah. But, hey, I love Cavella, Superman. They need to keep him in there and yeah. just give him, give him something to do. And hopefully they, they bring back that, that uh, you know, upbeat, looking forward to helping people out kind of uh, Superman that we saw at the very they're, end. They're going to run with the Justice League. I, I really like that sure. Superman that they went with. Even though I think that was rushed, you know, yeah. like... I liked it, but it just felt like, hmm, it seemed like something's missing in there to get him to that persona. You yeah. Know? Like, what what did, what did it take? And I think the Snyder cut was going to show a little more of that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so. But, um, you know, speaking of Death and Return of Superman, DC's next animated film is going to be that, Death of Superman. Oh, wow. It's going to be a two-parter. First part's going to be about Doomsday and that right. big fight that kills him. Mm-hmm. Second part's going to be the reign of Superman, Ooh. which I'm very excited about. Are we going to get the offshoots of Superman? Like yeah, we're going to get Steel Superman, and... Superboy, Cyborg, Superman, Steel, and the last son of Krypton. Of course, Superman will return as well, like he did in the comics. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I'm a huge Steel fan, and yeah. I, I can't wait to see him animated. I hope they really get him close to what he looked like in the comics well and i think with animation you can do that without making it appear hokey because for some reason people's minds shut off when they see a cartoon versus when they see real life in real life they have to have something to connect it to scenarios that make mm-hmm. sense to them and with with uh, cartoons you don't have to do that you and just have that, to say check right and <laughs> and with that you just plop it in you're already there poof you're off and running so your brain just shuts down and you go with the story and you have fun sure Sure. So yeah, I'm I'm a huge Steel fan, so I'm excited. I think that's yeah. great, and I'll look forward to it. We'll have to review that on the show. Yeah, I can't do a commentary. Right, those. right. Yeah, two parter. Let's do it. Ooh, I'll make it four parts. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Scott Snyder's taking over Justice League in the comic world. Good. This is going to take place after Dark Knight Metal, Dark Knight's Metal, excuse okay. me, and Justice League No Justice. Hmm. He said fans will never look at the Justice League in the same way again. I was uh. 
talking with my friend yesterday, Juan, who just recorded a show, actually. Oh, cool. A podcast mm-hmm. of his own. It's going to be called uh, Don't Shoot the Messenger. He's a, <laughs> well, he's a, he's a personal trainer. He's yeah. a martial artist. He's a musician. I mean, this guy is just... We've had him on the show before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. And very talented guy. And the show was great, of course. But yeah, he was telling me about this uh, Dark Knight's... Um, Oh, I forgot what it was called. It was like Batman laughs or the Joker laughs, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was a crazy storyline. These are like, you know, how there's multiverses. Right. So, you know, you got your Earth one through whatever. Well, these are like negative Earths. And oh, weird. In this particular Earth, um, Batman, the uh, Joker uh, reenacts, um, you know, the torment Batman went through to become Batman, mm-hmm. losing his parents. So he kills all these people yeah. to get Batman to show up. And the goal is he wants Batman to kill him, kill the Joker. Joker's full of all that serum and mm. all that crap, you know. So when Batman kills him, like, the serum seeps into Batman. And oh, cool. he gradually becomes the Joker in a way. He gets the grin mm-hmm. and he changes his costume. Oh, wow. He actually assembles all the, the rogue or not the rogues, his, uh, you know, Nightwing, Robin, Bat, uh, Batgirl, everybody... Mm-hmm. And tells him, like, you know, something's happening to me. And he, I think something like, uh, I wish you guys would have been able to tell before I had to tell you. And mm-hmm. he kills them all. Oh, yeah. geez. It's crazy. He wow. Showed me, Juan showed me some of the artwork. It's incredible. And I apologize for giving things away. But that that's hardly, you know, that's just scratching the surface. Like, go oh, out yeah. and check that comic out. I think it's Batman Laughs or something like that. Forgive me, but. Just go out there and look at uh, Dark Knight's metal, and you'll find it. So I, I think that's a really unique uh, new way there of these different universes. They, it gives them more to play with in the comic world. So, yeah, that's very exciting. Flashpoint, you know, they've been... This is going to be the Flash's first movie, mm-hmm. live-action movie. They've been through all these different directors and writers, so they finally settled on John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Their credits include Vacation and Game Night. They directed Ooh. those films. Okay. They also wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. So, you know, Vacation was all right, you know? It was kind of a rehash, obviously. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Game Night yet. That's due out. It looks like it could be fun. Rachel McAdams and... Jason Bateman? Yes, Jason Bateman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's also got Kyle Chandler. Remember Early Edition, that TV show? Yes. Yep. I like and, that actor. Yes. Yeah. He's a hard ass now in every party place. I know. He's like so removed from that other character. I always get him confused with the same guy that was in the movie The Office. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know why. Yeah. I, maybe it's just because they kind of look like, kind of similar. Yeah. Not really, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't I know. Get you. Wasn't yeah. it also on Friday Night Lights? Yes. Yeah. Did that for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Um I, I hope it's uh I hope it's good. There's a lot on the line, I think, for this film. It's gonna pretty much be you know, I hope it's a big epic tale like the animated movie is mm-hmm. and the comics. You know, you're gonna have all those characters to deal with and they better not try to make it just a two hour film. I tell you that much. Yeah, when you when Let's you have see. so much material it's hard to get it pressed into two hours. Unless they're going to take good chunks of it out. And, yeah. Uh, they probably will, I guess, realistically, because we haven't met all these characters that were in Flashpoint. But I'm just glad they finally got a director. And it seems like, you know, they're not terrible directors. It's not like, no. it's not like Brett Ratner you know, got hired. <laughs> I hope it's good. And I hope Warner Brothers stays the hell away. 
Yeah. That's all I gotta say. So but yeah. probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't learn. No. So Mitch, you got a Yeah, piece so uh Sources confirm that uh, Indiana Jones will be Steven Spielberg's next project. Uh, sounds like uh, he's kind of putting on the back burner uh, West Side Story because I think they were talking about him working on that here um, first before. Um, yeah, that can wait. Yeah, principal photography starting to shoot uh, sometime this year into next year, and then uh, hopefully we'll have an Indiana Jones in 2020. Um, but man, alive is that. It, you know, Harrison Ford will be 77 by then, so he's getting old. Um, Which is why he's probably waiting to do West Side Story, because he'll be 80. Right, right. Um, my guess, I mean... I'm I'm hearing that uh, Harrison Ford will be back for sure, which would be dumb if he didn't. Um, obviously, Mutt Williams will not be in this one. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> and if it follows the truth to any Indiana Jones movie, the odd-numbered movies are always the best ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, three... And, Hopefully this one. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, they sounds like they've got a storyline already. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming think... John Williams is coming back. Hopefully they kind of steer away from that uh, that cereal box pop fifties. You know, aliens attack. I get what they were doing though, because I think the thirties was they were thirties was big on like uh, mummies and things. Right, like that, right. I think. So I think they had. They had some good stuff there. It's just the way they And what's it. not to say they could explore the Russians, um, you know, after after World War Two the Russians kinda of take over. Um I just think that we need to get away from the hokiness of aliens. Um we need yeah. to get back to the heart of something that's a little bit more down to earth, grounded, you know. Uh obviously John Hurt's gone. He passed away, so he mm-hmm. won't be in this one. Um but I don't think his storyline had anything more than that movie. He just showed up at the end and, yeah. and that's pretty much it. We'll be interesting to see if we have any more um relatives that pop up. I wonder if we'll get uh more of Indiana Jones' wife now. Uh or if they're just gonna kinda leave that on the wayside that'll be and a, a mention big it. Because they're gonna yeah. ignore the previous film or they're not gonna ignore it. So that'll be intriguing. Or they may talk about it or maybe she's away on a on a meeting or vacation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know what storyline they're going with. Uh, you know, they always talk about the arc, uh, you know, what's the main center or what do they call that? Not a widget, but arc of the covenant. No, something that Spielberg and Lucas came up with, with a name. I don't remember. It's, it's the driving factor of the entire storyline is what they call it. Kirby. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Give me that Furby. It belongs in the museum. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what they do. Uh, hopefully, John Williams comes back. I'm assuming he will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I always thought that, uh, you know, if, if they decided to retire the character, that um, the person that could take over is like maybe Indiana's son would be. Um, Chris Pratt? Yes. <laughs> he's got the face. He's got the serious tone to him, but then he's also got that, you know, kind of joking side. And I think he can shut off the, the joking side long enough to be serious enough to do these action movies. Um, I, I just, uh, it'll be interesting to see what well, they do. Well, as a fan, I mean, I'm a fan too, but I think you're a more of a diehard fan. Yeah. If you had, if you had the say-so, or how, what would this movie, how would it end, I guess? Uh, would you keep going? Would it be... I think the story needs to continue. Um, obviously, in the Young Indiana Jones series, uh, Indy's well into his 90s. So to kill him off in this movie would be 
doing not any justice to the canon of the the whole Indiana Jones character himself. Um, and as it, you, as you probably remember, the young Indiana Jones, uh, Harrison Ford does make an appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays a, a violin or something like that, and also has a beard with his hat. You know, the iconic mm-hmm. hat and stuff. It's a very short, short uh, scene, and it's probably not his fugitive beard. Yeah, probably <laughs> when he was. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just I don't know what they can end with. Um, uh, like him retiring? Would you dig that or? Only if they found out that Chris Pratt was his son and that he takes over the mantle, <laughs> yeah. um, and we never see Mutt Williams again, or that he was killed in action well, he somewhere. Is Mutt, and it's like, yeah, well, you you changed. Like, yeah. yeah, what if he grew up into like you know a more respectable Jones boy? Yeah, it's like I found a serum to reverse the emo bitch process. <laughs> yeah. uh, here I am. I'm a man. I killed off my inner uh, <laughs> Brando, inner Shia LaBeouf, and. Yeah. <laughs> What a whiner! If that you would have put that hat on. Oh, I would have been so mad. I was screaming we were, in the movie. I movies. was already mad. Yeah, I was like, "What am I watching? What yeah. is this?" Because I went on opening night and I was like screaming, "No, no!" And that's like the first five <laughs> minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was such a bummer. I remember walking out of there. It was like a funeral. Like, what the hell? You know, even if they would have just had Shia LaBeouf as a greaser that had no family relation. It wasn't just him, though. I mean, it's just... I yeah. I don't know. That's a movie we need to watch. It's like... It's it's very much like watching the first half of Full Metal Jacket. Amazing. When you're going through Army Training Camp, and then afterwards you just kind of lose interest. It's still a film I have not seen. Yeah. Um, it's a Kubrick film. It? it is. Yeah. And the first half of Indiana Jones is amazing. It... it Really brings you back into the whole the line. One you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're, you know, you're going through Area 51, and he's, you know, swinging in the rafters, and then he goes to one of the drop zones for the nuclear bomb testing, and then it gets hokey right after he lands in the middle of a desert from being blown away in a house in a lead-based refrigerator. Yeah, it's like, let's say the let's say the lead-based fridge saved you from nuclear exposure. Yeah. Impact would still it would have scrambled you. you, yeah. Yeah. So why? Yeah, it's like they had a they had it's like Spielberg wrote the first half of that and then Lucas took over and just said, No, I'm I'm phoning it in. Spielberg is like, <laughs> How does he survive? Well, he yeah. Uses, he uses the force. Like what what? <laughs> Wait a second, Wait that's not that's not how the force works. George, what the hell? I mean, we have an Ewok come by. No, no Ewok. Yeah, this is their story too. Like, oh my god! It would have been hilarious if they if they put like a cardboard cutout of Jar Jar Binks in one of the homes. And then, yeah, like the most obvious nod to the directors ever. And just to, like further the point, he like tapes it to the fridge door. Yeah, so I you know, and I think down. I think fans would have laughed hysterically and they would have cheered, and that would have been like the best part of the movie. Finally, the incineration of Jar Jar Binks. Well, there's there's been Easter eggs in those films. Before. Oh yeah, like the first one, uh, you, you know, the R two D two and C three PO. Yep, etched the on Ark the, of the uh, Covenant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think uh, Lucas has anything to do with this film. Good. And that, you know, they would have had uh, four would have came out sooner without Lucas involvement because Lucas kept saying, "Oh, I don't like the script." Yeah, and then they and come out with God aliens. Well, I think I think Ford and Spielberg were just tired of waiting. They're yeah, like, let's just do it. Yeah, and and I, I'm sorry, I finally remembered the word. It's called the MacGuffin, the oh, piece okay. that's yeah. driving the movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that'll be interesting because if they don't ignore the previous film and they keep it in like the timeline. He'll be in the 60s now, right? 
Actually, yeah, he'll be in the 60s for sure. So. In the 60s? When, when did this movie take place? Do we know exactly when in the 50s? Mid-50s, I'm Mid guessing. Mid-50s, okay. Um, and Indiana Jones... 07, I think it came out. You're kidding. It's been 10 years? Yeah, 07 or... Yeah, I think it was 07. Yep, yep. Holy crap. Yeah, it has. 11 wow. years. Well, by the time that movie comes out, it would be 12 Yeah, years. so we'll be in the 60s. So what was the big thing in the 60s? Um, well... Hippies. We had the Cuba invasion. We had... Indiana uh, Jones versus love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had the Cuban Missile Crisis. That would be oh, interesting. Oh, they could do something. Well, of course, X-Men did that, but that's okay. That's right. Like, they're not the same universe. Hmm. Oh boy, communism, you could yeah. still go after that. But what, you know, there's a lot of stuff um, uh, that the Russians did during that time period that... They could play with it, yeah. They could, yeah. Um, you know, the space race uh, was a big one. Uh, the fact that they never... Oh my that God. The, uh, that would be interesting. If Lucas was on that, he'd be like, yeah, he's going to go to space. Like You see the Death Star no, just in the background or something space. like that. <laughs> yeah. He meets Han Solo. Like, no, what are you talking about? You again. <laughs> Han Solo is his uh, yeah. long-lost relative. Uh, oh, my God, George. You can almost... Well, and, him. you know, there's time periods where they talked about him actually working with the government. So what's not to say that he could go back and do something? And, and Now, I don't want to turn it into a James Bond kind of thing, but it might not Here's be bad. mission. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they ignore the previous film, then they could still keep it... In the 50s, I guess, yeah. except, yeah, I don't know. And the other argument is, it seems like Indy isn't interesting without Nazis involved somehow, some way. Well, and I think to their credit, though, they just they just had a bad storyline. Mm -hmm. um, Temple of Doom was a bad storyline because it was a period of time where Steven Spielberg and... And Lucas whoever just went through a divorce. was going through a divorce, so the heart and, ripping out was like actually yeah, it was it was more it was more of them just trying to write their emotions on screen. Yeah. Um, and well, you know, overall, I'm glad they're it. finally doing this film because they, they've been too. talking about it, and it's like okay, Harrison Ford is getting up there. We and hell, Spielberg is too. You know, right? Um, Williams, he's in his 80s. John yeah. Williams, and he got nominated for Oscars. By the way, um, forgot to mention him, but. Yeah, so like you got all these old guys, and it's like yeah. you, you either have to end this film, like end the series, or have it continue. But how do you end the series on the fifth movie? I mean, you got to complete the trilogy somehow. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like most likely, they, they got to keep going. Yeah, like well, I, that's the thing, though. They can't really do a trilogy because he'll, yeah. be, he, he'll, he'll be he'll be in his eighties. Walk probably. Well, he, Harrison Ford's in good shape unless he's an extremely unless he good, keeps yeah. flying. You know, yeah. we'll see, but. Um. Yeah, he's really had some close calls there in the last few years. Well, the FAA hasn't grounded him yet. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> you crash an airplane and the FAA doesn't grind. Well, you know, there's some weird you rules with the FAA, game though. And people... <laughs> yeah, FAA, if you have a heart attack, and, and I, I'm sure we'll get people writing in on this, and maybe I don't know if there's any truth to this, but the FAA, if you have a heart attack, you're no longer able to fly. Oh, okay. Um, not, not like fly on a plane where somebody flies you around. No, uh, Can't but physically flying. Yeah. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I just remember a couple f people that I know, uh, discontinued flying after they had a heart attack. So I don't know if that's just on their own accord. If anything should happen again, they want to sure. be on the ground, but yeah, you know, they, they have some rules in place and rightfully so. I mean, yeah, well, that's why you don't want to just pilots, fall out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting, but but I would encourage our listeners though to write in on the podcast when we do finally post it uh, to give their opinion or what they uh, what they feel the next indie should be. Yeah, that'd be great. that'd be cool. Yeah, please do that. Please yes, do that. reach out to us. We're on all social media. And... Spotify? Did I hear? Yes. We're or we're getting that. there. We're still getting that worked okay. out. I don't know what's going on, but that is coming. I yes. cannot wait. So, yeah, listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, YouTube, and, of course, our website, fieldygeeks.com. So, yeah, definitely uh, go out to the social uh, medias and submit anything you, you want. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Indiana Jones. No. Hopefully positive stuff. But yeah. I guess we'll take negative stuff. We'll just have Mitch read those. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, we encourage it. So cool. Well, uh, yeah, I look forward to Indiana Jones. I, I just hope, uh, hope it's good. Me too. Hope it's good for what it's worth. I really do. Well, uh, another uh, sequel, a fifth movie in the franchise, Mission Impossible. Yeah, that one came out of nowhere. Yeah, it finally got a title. It's called Mission Impossible Fallout. Hmm. It's going to be out July twenty seventh. It should have wrapped a long time ago, but. Tom Cruise got injured on set, broke oh, his did ankle. He? Oh, jeez. And I think this was like after Cavell did the reshoots for Justice League. Oh, so my sadly, God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Sadly, if they would have waited a little bit, which mm-hmm. they had no idea this was going to happen, Cavell yeah. might have been able to shave his mustache off, grow it back in time. Well, I mean, how long does it take to grow a mustache? I can't grow one. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it for a guy such as him, well, it can't Hollywood, be that though. long. I mean, you know, they, they do pretty good facial hair. Yeah. You know, fakery, so... I'm sure it's easier to CGI a mustache on than yes. it is to CGI yes. it off, fact, as we Warner saw. Brothers yeah. offered that. They said, hey, if you let him shave it, we'll pay the bill to put it back on in your yeah. film. No. Paramount was like, nope. Nope. Not going to happen, so... Yeah. It's not like they couldn't use DreamWorks uh, studies and all that stuff, because who was that... Um, that storyline where they had the, uh, the lady with the red hair, you know, the big hair, flowy hair, she was... It was a... An animated uh, movie, and I can't remember what the name of it was, but I remember reading about it because mm-hmm. they said they actually spent three years, a team dedicated three years, to studying the flow of hair in the wind, how it laid down, how it appeared in different direct sunlights. Really? Three years study. And you don't think that they could use a little bit of that just to CGI a mustache on? And there a file? Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. We lost the file. We lost the file. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, this this cast is uh, you know this cast is act, you know huge. Just like the last film, uh, you got Henry Cavill, Angela Bassett, Rebecca Ferguson, Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames. So um, some big names. Yeah, the last film was great. Yeah. Um, Rogue Nation. It was really good. These last two films have been very good. So it's really a refreshing take on the franchise that you pretty much thought was over with. You yeah. Know, after three. But yeah, it's uh I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great uh great movie and actually they were on the Graham Norton show lately oh, good. uh recently mm-hmm. and they shared uh slow-mo footage of Cruz breaking his ankle. <laughs> I actually showed it. it like oh. it, it was bad. Like it wasn't like a blood and stuff, mm-hmm. but it you saw his foot like go back. Ooh. And the audience was or the um the other cast were like I can't watch this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check that out. It was pretty funny. And you know Cruz is Cruz's cruise, he was he's happy as could be. So Oh yeah. He he actually got oh my god, he's crazy. He jumped off a building mm-hmm. and he was supposed to land on the edge of the other building, which did happen, but his yeah. ankle like 
broke the speed. Oh, he still landed, mm-hmm. but he broke it. And they have they had all these other angles, and they showed like head on, and he's just like ah, oof. But he still gets up and tries to walk again. He's nuts. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he Crazy. definitely has a adrenaline rush. He does. He does. So yeah, more to come on that. Pre Infinity War comic is released by Marvel. This no. is uh, a gap between okay. uh, Civil War and um, Infinity War. So kind of explains what was yeah. going on and all the. It's really cool. I, I like to check it out, and this kind of gives a little bit away. So hopefully, you don't mind. But issue one deals with uh, Steve Falcon and Black Widow forming a team. Mm-hmm. So they're off doing their own thing there. Hawkeye retired. Ant-Man reunited with his family. Obviously, Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp, that's coming out. Uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision are together. Vision is appearing as human to make things less weird. Okay. Which we saw most of this which in the trailer, sense. so it's not okay. like giving a, a ton of work. Right, right. Bucky is getting rebooted by Black Panther's sister, uh, Shuri. And Tony's off on his own, pretty much. I think, uh, you know, he's kind of just a loner now. He always does, though. I mean, then mm-hmm. people pull him back in. He's going to cause some shit to happen oh yeah and they'll have to uh they'll have to rescue the world from his mistake and then he'll he'll come back and say hey guys we shouldn't make these mistakes anymore let's sign these accords like dude you started all this yeah (laughs) this is kind of funny right hey guys we gotta be like wait a minute (laughs) this should be your rule yeah you know the uh tony uh stark rule i'm already hyped up for the infinity war that's gonna be out less than 100 days wow and then you got, uh, I think Black Panther's out before that. Yeah, it's out next month. So, well, that's coming right up. Yeah, that movie looks like a big movie. I hope it's. Uh, I hope it makes a ton of money. You know, you know I, I wouldn't think mind it will. going to see it. It's they need to out. start. They really need to start uh, doing some advertising for it, though. Yeah, they they are. Problem is, they're starting to give away clips. They actually released a clip online. It's like, damn it, I watched no. it. Yeah, but it, I mean, they didn't give a lot away. But it's like, oh come on, why do you, why do you do this? Like, yeah, just keep showing the trailer. Mm-hmm. You don't need to ruin your movie. You know, they did that with Spider Man Homecoming. You pretty much knew what the whole movie was by the time you went to go see it. Yeah, but yeah, so there's a lot of you know interesting things coming from Marvel. And uh, speaking of that, uh, Black Widow looks like finally she's getting her own solo film. Which would be nice. Which, you know, of course, is going to star uh, Scarlett Johansson. Which and... hair color are we going to get, though? <laughs> well, hopefully get red. <laughs> it is the character. No, I don't understand this whole silver-white thing. Unless... Well, I think it's. I think she's just trying to disguise herself because she's wanted now. She went against um, the Accords. I think that's how they're doing it. No. Maybe she fell in a bat of bleach. We, we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, we you don't know. know. Maybe she's got a new power, you know, Vogue. <laughs> I don't know. In but, Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> but she may make $25 million for this movie, which is huge for a female actress. They might have to have her partner up with other people just because she doesn't have powers. So it's like, how do you... I well, mean, I guess you could make it like a spy thriller. You could. Whatever, but... Yeah. yeah. You know, so, Atomic Blonde was good just because it was an action-packed spy thriller. Yeah. But that's just my own personal opinion. Yeah, um, sure. But I think they could definitely do it and make it good. And, you know, what's not to say that they don't have a cameo here just because it's a Marvel movie. Sure. And she might actually have a producing credit, too, which is wise. I think she she's meeting with directors and trying to get a story written. So there's a lot of involvement there. And it's yeah. about damn time. Marvel's really been late to the game with the female-led movie, I think. you know, Where DC has not, which is hilarious. Right. DC, yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah, Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman really set a lot of this up to happen mm-hmm. in a big, bad way. And we also have Red Sparrow coming out, which is a Jennifer Lawrence film, which is very similar to Black Widow. It's crazy oh, really? how similar it is. Yeah, she pretty much is in a training facility like Black Widow was. Oh, with yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. dance scene yep. and stuff. Yep. And yeah, it's... um. The director, of course, said that, you know the material they use is based on a Red Sparrow novel, which mm. was written by an ex FBI agent. So their movie is more of a thriller, you know, suspense, no right. gadgets, and it's rated R. So Ooh. you know, it's more of an adult film, probably more. Yeah, it's probably a lot more real, I guess, sure. than fantasy. So I guess there's that um, you can you know divide them up with that up by itself. But you know, this is not really a genre that's um new i mean we've had la femme nikita uh, alias mm-hmm. we've had these movies and yeah. characters before black widow did come out in 64 so you could say she inspired a lot of these archetypes to come yeah. about uh red sparrow just came out in 2013 as a novel so oh wow yeah i don't know i mean yeah there's comparisons it is funny though i think when we shared it on our page we were like hey here's a black widow movie mm-hmm because, I mean, honestly, it's like, Marvel, what what the hell? You could have made a Black Widow by now. Yeah, oh, yeah. You could have taken so long, you know? Come on. I think has hurt that character. Because, you know, it's great to see her here and there, but it's like it's like her and Hawkeye. Like, well, thought what, there was something there. What to the team, yeah. you know? It's, yeah, that's pretty crazy. But, yeah, so I'll definitely check both of those out. And I hope, um, yeah, I hope this Black Widow is a good film for sure. Yeah. Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Yeah, I've seen some photographs of that. Uh, yeah. Can't tell if she's wearing uh, green or I've seen ones with the actual Captain Marvel outfit with the red and blue. Those and... are fans. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay, so Which, why not... is she wearing a green suit then? I think in the comics that might have been a color scheme before the red and blue and gold. Yeah. Um. So it might be very well in canon. But yeah, the costume itself looks nice. It's just the color scheme. I'm like, ugh, why? Because yeah. I was so looking forward to see the red, blue, and gold. Not, right. Not the teal, blue, and silver. Yeah. Uh, and also, could... I wanted her hairdo to kind of be like a mohawk type of thing. Like, they have they have drawings, and it's like, uh, you know, it's like a recent artist's take on her character. It looks cool. Uh, it's not it's not a mohawk, but it's, it's hard to explain what kind of hairdo it is. But it's kind of cool, I think. So it's in the '90s though too. So yeah. maybe she'll have Rachel hair before she gets that hair. <laughs> It'll be interesting though. It's like I don't know much of her character, and forgive me out there who um, who probably know more. I I don't know if she ages or gets frozen at some point because I, I assume she's going to be playing with the current Avengers sooner or later. Well, from my understanding, is that she will be in Infinity, Infinity War. Wars. So I wonder how that works. Maybe she can travel through time. I don't know. Because she's going to be, this movie she's in is going to be in the 90s. So that'll be very, actually, that's pretty cool because you won't have a lot of tech distractions or. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like the faux hawk kind of thing where it's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of like that. But, you know, she's, she's an actress and she's probably got other films to make. So to cut the hair like that might be a little risky, but. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Um, Yeah. I was really taken aback though. I was like, oh, this is not what I expected. And she looks completely different with makeup and not like doing a drama piece. Right. Because all I've ever seen her in is the room and she wears no makeup. She was in 21 Jump Street as well. Oh, she was she? She's like Jonah Hill's, um, not girlfriend, but a girl he kind of was into. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, costume looks good, of course. And yeah. It's very weird. It's a weird costume. Yeah. Well, 
you know, it's also the angles are showing too. Well, and it's I, just all green. Yeah, I know. I don't I know. get that at all. I know. Unless it's going to glow red or something. Yeah, unless it's all like for CGI purposes. It's a or green something. screen uh, yeah. costume. We figured it out. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of kind of odd. It's you know, it's a prototype suit. Let's say that. It could be like a Mach One. It's kind of weird. Yeah. 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 It is weird. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. You know, they've also spotted uh, Samuel Jackson making a, a comeback with Nick Fury with uh, two eyes, I believe. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's going to be beforehand. Yeah. Gives them an opportunity to bring back other characters, too. Like Coulson, you could have in there. Yeah. You have to de-age him a little bit. Yeah, you could. And, yeah. and I feel bad that they that killed that cool. character off. I, well, well, and I know that he's still alive in the... If you honor the TV. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. The Marvel... Well, that's a big rumor with Infinity War is we may get a Daredevil scene, like a cameo or something. Like, if they do that, that's going to be huge. Because they need to acknowledge... Who would be Daredevil? Uh, well, it'd be Charlie Cox. Oh, would it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. For sure. Yeah. I. He's such a great actor. If anything, they need to embrace the Netflix shows. As they do. And, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s pretty good, I think. So it would, it would be nice to embrace that, too. Yeah. Bring Coulson back. Or they don't even have to mention S.H.I.E.L.D. They, he could just swing by and... Why not just even bring the Punisher into it? Yeah. God, I, that'd be I nice. don't know how they could do that. Because, you know, Punisher's so dark and... I don't know. It'll be uh, something down the road. You know, yeah. it's going to be. I don't know with the Punisher. I know you know the show's going to have a season two. Disney's involved now, so I don't really know. I don't think happen. Disney's going to touch a bunch of it. They would be wise not to. Yeah, like you just have a just have your uh, subsidiary studio like Dimension, call it Marvel Dark or something. You know, Marvel After Dark After mm-hmm. Hours. I don't know. <laughs> you know, just like yeah. Hey, these are the rated R Marvel films. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just do that. I think that'd be the best way to do it. I mean, the suit looks good. I just hope they change the colors. Yeah. I think they will. It's they probably will. They, they pretty much get it right. They always do one suit, and then they do a final suit in the battle. Yeah, it might be just a funny scene like, oh, I, I accidentally washed my suit. Ha ha. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Something stupid. They use Tide. <laughs> <laughs> so this this next piece is really exciting to me and just came out of nowhere. Robocop is going to get a sequel. <laughs> What to the '87 film, the original film? Oh wow! Okay, a sequel. They're clearing this the slate. Of so they're saying the first, the latest one never happened. All of them after the first one never happened. Wow! They're starting with a true sequel. Awesome. The first one, same writer, Ed uh, Newmeyer. Are they going to keep the 1980s Ford Tauruses as the updated police cars? That would be know. so awesome. They'll have a bigger budget now, so yeah. who knows? But I hope they keep the same look. They don't try to like. I hope it's. You know, the real blocky kind of, not the sleek design mm-hmm. for a suit. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, and the funny humor behind it. The 2014 remake, I actually like it. And I, yeah. do, I do own it. It offers a lot of new concepts that I think it would have been more interesting to have it be a sequel, actually, like a next generation Robocop. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, a clear reboot. Because yeah. the new Robocop was more of an amputee, I think. He didn't yeah. really... He wasn't completely machine. Like, he... I mean, I guess Alex Murphy wasn't either, but this Robocop had a lot of personality. Yeah. You know, it was just different. Alex Murphy was just complete machine with, you know, mm. face of human. But they were able to do so much with the 2014. Yeah. You had a great cast. Michael Keaton, Gary Oldman, Samuel Jackson. I liked... Um, 
Jackson's character, you know, they, they put a lot of politics in it, which mm-hmm. is pretty intriguing. And, you know, they really got into, they went depth with uh, Robocop. Like, they removed all of his armor to mm-hmm. show Alex Murphy, like, this is all that's left to you. And it was like, it's kind of like a a big scene that really hits you. Like, yeah. oh my God, he's like, just like nothing there. It's just a few organs and his face and yeah. yeah it's like holy shit you never got to see that with the other one because no the but time you'd, and the you'd money. have moments where he'd like walk into a room and he'd have a memory or something like that yeah and that would be about it so the 2014 i think had a lot of good in it but yeah i, I totally understand why they would just want to wipe the slate clean and you know they've had the uh, two and three you know in robocop films mm-hmm. and then they had side films they had a series of side films and which i think ignored the the two and three itself. Yeah. Back in the day. And those are those are kind of uh interesting ideas. Alex Murphy's son grew up and worked for OCP and mm-hmm. Well, don't forget the T V show that they oh, had. Oh, of course that too. That yeah, was yeah. an awesome T V show. Did you like that yeah. show? I don't It was it was hilarious. Yeah, I I remember some of it. It wasn't terrible, I guess, but Man, three was so bad. It was like so childish. Is know? that the one where they, they tried to create another Robocop? They, There's a two. Ninjas. There's nin- Oh, RoboCop 2. Yeah, they create an evil RoboCop. Yeah, yeah, because they're trying to create more RoboCops. And you remember they like keep on killing people and they put them in machines? Yeah, that was dark. <laughs> <laughs> one of them screams and shoots himself. <laughs> and he, shoot, he shoots one of the yeah, doctors. somebody else. And then they cut to the doctor and he's holding his arm. Yeah. He's got it in a cast. Yeah. And- then it just like blows its brains out. <laughs> one, like, one pulls its brains out. I think. Yeah. That's what I loved about RoboCop, the humor. It was so dark, but also funny. Well, and the writer for the first one didn't even write the second <laughs> oh, one. Oh, really? So I think you're going to get that at first. Well, you know, it's... That stop motion which was best, you know, because these things would come out and you could tell it was all stop motion. And then it just would scream and shoot itself. <laughs> Yeah, and three had ninjas. Yeah, that was just very dumb. strange and yeah. weird and stupid. Yeah, it was really bad. So I'm excited. This is awesome. I I imagine this is going to be you know a great uh, revisit to that world, and they might tweak the looks a little mm-hmm. bit because you know it's been a long time. It has. So, I hope uh, they don't tweak it enough to make it look like oh we're kind of revamping the suit. I think they should be like well. I think he could get an upgrade. I could see that. Keep it silver. Because, well, the other thing is, oh, yeah, of course, like the the latest Robocop, the 2014, I liked the suit best when it was, it had the old colors, you know, scheme, yeah. which it did in the beginning. Oh, the did end. it? Uh, the middle part was black. That was so dumb. to be more sleek or yeah. something. But, yeah, when it was grayed and stuff, it yeah. looked really fancy and it was nice. It was really cool. So. I imagine they'll just do minor upgrades, and that's also good for the actor, too, because that was hard to move in. Oh, I'm sure. Peter Weller, I think, he, I don't know if he had martial arts training or something, but he was really able to mimic the armor. Like mm-hmm. he, he got it to work. He got it to work to make it move and stuff. That's another big question. <laughs> Will I Peter have. Weller come back? Yes. Yeah. You couldn't make that happen. You could. You could. You could, because you just have to de-age his face. That's it. I don't even know if you'd have to go that far. Well, if they they treat it like, well, it's going to be a sequel, I would imagine, so it'd still be very soon after the first one. And he hasn't aged that much in his face. I mean, uh, yeah, like upper part of his face. A little face, too much sun, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, with what they can do with de-aging Robert Downey Jr. and mm-hmm. other people, like, 
he just had to de-age that part. Yeah. And it's like, there's no hair. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not hard. You yeah. can easily do it. And his voice, I think, sounds pretty much the same. Oh, yeah. Bring him back. Stop that breaking the so law. Easy. You wouldn't even have, <laughs> have to be in the suit. No. You have to be in a motion cap suit. Yeah. Just like, yeah, just like everyone is now, just walking around, mm-hmm. you know, you know, doing the same movements and stuff, but he doesn't have to wear that shit. And no. he's, he's old now. He doesn't want to wear that crap yeah. anyway. So, dude, they could do that. Oh, yeah. They could do that. That'd be fun. And, you know, um, oh, man, they, I just hope it's good. I'm sure it will be. It's going oh. to be better than three. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Bring back Peter terrible. Weller. Anytime you market towards kids, a Robocop film that was rated R in the previous two films. Right. Showed a lot of boobs and blood. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> yeah. like, what is going on? Of course, after the first Robocop, I think there was an animated show. Mm-hmm. Did you have a Robocop figurine? No. It had caps in the back. What? Yeah. It had a trigger in the back. Yeah. And you would pull it out load caps in it snap caps yeah oh he'd awesome you pull his gun up you know like that and then you would pull the trigger oh that's back cool and go pop, pop 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 yeah that's cool yeah it was crazy it's probably dangerous as hell now for a kid to have something like that well <laughs> if kids are drinking tide pods so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean oh, a little gosh. blasting cap isn't gonna hurt you hey yeah um well they won't be leaders of the world no leaders, so i guess that's okay uh, <laughs> rest in peace yeah i survived the tide pod challenge oh my god i I don't get it like kids are stupid like what are you doing yeah like jesus so yeah we'll uh stay tuned for that yes more to come i'll buy that for a dollar (laughs) stop breaking the law (laughs) (laughs) well iron man was actually the inspiration for robocop oh was he it was actually a uh homage to iron man easter egg of iron man Mm -hmm. when that guy robs a convenience store. He takes an Iron Man comic. Oh, I'll be goes up to the counter. So oh, cool. That was their inspiration. So looking at the 2014 film, you could tell like, you know, there's still Iron some Man yeah. tech was inspiration to them mm-hmm. for what they could do. So, yeah, you know, I kind of wish we would have got a follow up to the 2014, but, you know, I get it. It's still a good film, I think. And yeah, it just didn't do well enough. It's for not them iconic. To... Like, yeah. The first like, yeah. honestly, they should have really removed the music. Mm-hmm. That was not that didn't match. You know, they, yeah play the original robocop music uh, at the beginning it just didn't feel right you yeah. know i don't know but yeah so um do you remember duke Nukem? yes who doesn't who uh grew up in the 90s and all yeah that, that was a that was a game that was very closely related to wolfenstein was it yeah with the uh the uh the where you're walking through hallways yeah. and you're shooting yeah the uh engine mm-hmm. the gaming engine yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he was pretty much a culmination of 80s action mm-hmm. heroes, you know. Um, John Cena's in talks to play him in the movie. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, which in my mind, I've I've mapped out like a few Duke Nukem movies uh, growing up because, you know, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to do this with, you know, Duke. But, mm-hmm. of course, my Duke was more serious. He Didn't they already do a Duke Nukem movie? I don't think so. I could have sworn they did. I'm pretty sure they didn't. And if they did, it was probably really cheap and never was released. yeah. Yeah, I swear that they have. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, Paramount's developing it. Uh, Platinum Dunes is producing, which is Michael Bay's company. So, I don't know. Michael Bay involved. It'll be a lot of explosions, that's for sure. Maybe it'll be a good fit for Michael Bay. I I don't know. You know, with the -the over-the-topness and stuff. Oh, crud. Maybe I was just thinking of the video game play. That could be. Yeah, they had a 3D game at one point, I think. So that, that yeah, that could be it. Oh, yeah, I love Duke Nukem, though. I had a few of those games, and 
all his uh <laughs> his quirks and oh yeah dude just go through and just blast things to all hell when he'd be like oh yeah oh yeah and then you know um, what would be awesome is if they like had the screen like when he's looking through his glasses mm-hmm. and you know like you know you have a picture of your face on the bottom right hand corner and all that stuff and you're going through with all these different guns yeah. like first person shooter view mm-hmm. that'd just be awesome yeah it would it would be- but I don't think John Cena has the acting chops for it I don't know he's too rigid and stiff and I mean he's fun to watch when he's in WWE because we already know it's scripted and fake and hokey and that's the that's the polarizing thing that brings you to it, but I don't think he Who can... else would you have play the part? Do you think of anybody? Oh, uh, serious actors? No. I think you could... <laughs> I think if you sold it as a hokey film... Mark Wahlberg. No. <laughs> no. Get out my car. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, boy. You could have Stallone do it. Um, <laughs> that'd be awesome. The red mohawk. Yeah. And, uh, glasses. That's um, like Cobra. That's probably what that character is like. I think the perfect person to play it is Dolph Lundgren. Like a young? Yeah. Fantasy casting. Yeah, yeah fantasy casting wise. Um, Arnold? No. What he has dub- a look, though. You could dub him. He has a look for it. Yeah. Remember when he played Commando in that movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what Duke Nukem looks like to me. Dolph Lundgren from Rocky Four. Yes. That would have been great. Yep. Holy shit. Because he had the perfect haircut. Yep. Everything. Of course he could have played Street Fighter too as Guile during that period of time. Yeah. And then we could have saved ourselves from having to watch uh what's his face? <laughs> oh, Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jean Claude never looked like Guile because he wouldn't dye his hair. And <laughs> I, the American flight tattoo. Yeah. I tried to watch that movie just recently, and I couldn't. And Before. I felt so bad because I went to the movie theater when I was a young kid and thought that movie just killed it. I thought it was awesome. Your parents <laughs> took you to the psychiatrist after that. I I feel bad for half the movies I took my parents to because I could just imagine them coming home and like, oh yeah, that was that was that was great, and then my dad cracking open a beer to like try to forget the memories of that movie. And then you know? the bottle over his head <laughs> yeah. afterwards, passing out. God, what are some other terribly bad movies that I that I used to like way back when? Independence Day? Yeah, that one still is. That's yeah. a good popcorn flick. It doesn't live up too well, but yeah, yeah it's still got some stuff there. Um, I remember being forced to see some movies like Mortal Kombat 2, I thought was great. Oh, and that that, one, oh you thought it was I great. thought it was until you I started watching. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I love the first movie. The first one was great. To me, that's the best video game movie there's been. Your soul is mine. Yeah. I remember watching that second one. I was like, this is utter dog shit. It's just a mess. Oh, yeah, and I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. it. It's still kind of entertaining, but oh, my God. I tried watching it like a year ago. I was like, oh, my God. I got to stop this. This Cabin Boy, that movie. I uh, like Cabin Boy. Did you? I remember liking it. but that was I haven't watched that one. I I haven't watched it last. Yeah. Yeah. These pipes are clean. <laughs> when I leave, I am a cabin boy, but when I return, I'm a cabin man. Yeah, I, I've never seen that ever again. Um, that's one I'd like to see. I'm trying to think, what's some other movies that you've seen, like when you were a kid, that you just thought were awesome but are horrible now? Oh, God. I don't know. Batman, after the second Batman Returns with Keaton. All those movies, I thought after Keaton were still good, but I've watched them. Batman now. Returns might have been the first movie I was actually like disappointed in. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. 
I just, I don't know. Like, like I, I was entertained, but I was like, eighty nine Batman was down. the pinnacle. That's, yeah, yeah. Just let down. Like it was so gothy the second one. Yeah, and you didn't have that real Batman feel. Like it was a central, integral part of the movie. It was more a backstory about the Penguin and the mayor. And well, the Penguin's just so grotesque. If he would have been more clean, and I, I feel think bad because Danny DeVito is such a great actor, and I think he still did. You know, it's just that movie's very, very weird. Like. I admire it, but I don't like it entirely. It's still just... better than the Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, gosh, I watched Forever the other day, and I was like, oh, man. Because I used to thought, I used to think Forever was like, oh, we're getting back to yeah. 89 here. And in some aspects, I think we were a little bit. The costume was better, I thought. Which one was it that had uh, Nicole Kidman and Val Kilmer? Forever. Forever? Yeah. That's the one where I thought, man, Nicole Kidman's hot. And then after that, she just, like, lost her hotness. I think she's wearing a wig. Oh, is that what it was? I don't know. I can kind of pinpoint wigs now when I look back on things. And it oh, just looked too... Then I am sad. Weird. I don't know. I could be wrong. I am sad. Who knows? But yeah, gosh, there's a, there's a lot. A lot of kids' movies. Three Ninjas I'd probably laugh at now. Oh, yeah. Three, Three Ninjas was Ninjas. another one that was great. Um, remember Dino the Last Dinosaur? That was a, comic, that was a cartoon. I don't. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, man. What the hell? Yeah. Of course, you know, animated series still holds up. The Batman? Batman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one still went, uh, that one won awards and was all drawn on black paper. We had some taste back then. We did. Some some things survived. And storylines actually followed from episode to episode. I remember when they were making Forever, I was like, oh, okay. Just follow the animated series route. Nope. We didn't do that. Oh, another one. Uh, Power Rangers. The first movie that ever came out. Yeah. The Secret of the Ooze. I still have that card. Goo Goblin. <laughs> wasn't wasn't Ivan Ooze played by like a really renowned actor? He's actually the villain in the first Indiana Jones film. The guy who opened the covenant. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know his name, but Wow. Yeah. You ever seen Hot Fuzz? Mm-mm. Oh my god, you guys see Hot Fuzz. That same actor plays a priest in there. <laughs> oh, that movie's so good. You gotta see that movie. You gotta come back and review that for us. That was good. I don't know. I don't want to huh. give it away, but okay. it's pretty funny. It's uh, well, I'll give away a little something. Simon Pegg and him are having a like a showdown with guns. You know, I won't explain how they got to that point, but you know, his character's yeah. a priest, and I think Pegg's like trying to talk him out of it. Like, Father, you're about you're about peace and all this stuff, and the father goes, "Fuck off, grasshopper." <laughs> And pulls out a gun. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> I, it's not exactly, you know, 100% accurate, but yeah. uh, check out Hot Fuzz. That's a good film. But uh, I guess getting back to yeah. the Duke Nukem. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. It brought up some old memories. Yeah. You know? um, I don't know. You know, look-wise, John Cena would be pretty cool. Um, I think look-wise, you could pull it off. <laughs> Acting-wise, and I don't know much of the backstory, so maybe you don't need one. Well, if he treats it like a wrestling character, maybe he could... Yeah. Do something, and hey, he'll probably do the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> no, uh, you know he actually did a good job in um, the Amy Schumer film. Oh yeah, yeah. That was funny though, because he was supposed to be written like that. I yeah. think you know they already took him as a normal guy, and they just said, "Who can play John Cena?" Well, John Cena can play John Cena, and so that's what they did. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Uh, look wise, yeah, I think it'll look great. I think he could pull it off. I yeah. think he could. You I know what? I'll I'll give it a chance. I don't expect a Shakespeare performance. Yeah. But this movie's probably just supposed to be fun. You yeah. know? 
I don't think you should expect any Oscar nominations. No. No. <laughs> well, uh, that's our last topic for the show. So. All I have to say after this is yeah. anybody that's been watching Facebook, there is no Crocodile Dundee 2. Or it's, 3. Or, or 4. Th- 4. four. four. Um, Dundee. Yeah, it, it's just an a ad for Australian, ad for Australian tourism. tourism. Um, you will see more of it uh, on the Super Bowl. So uh, don't worry, guys. Don't have a heart attack. It's never gonna happen. It was it was kind of cool, but yeah, I, I wasn't like I want to see this. Like, yeah, why him for his son? Yeah, I get it though. Hugh Jackman's actually in the latest. Uh, oh, is he snippet? Oh, yeah, cool. He plays yeah. like the prime minister or whatever you call it. Perfect. Uh, whoever leads yeah. that country. President. I still like that actor though. That that in the commercials portray him. Oh yeah, he, Danny he was, McBride. Oh god, he was He's hilarious. Talented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I like. There's a him and. Um, Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. plays Wally Jr. It's so stupid. <laughs> but it actually is a smart idea to, you know, um, advertise tourism for that country. Yeah, people almost lost it, though. Because they, like, oh, they were like, no more Dundee. I didn't even know this was happening. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, we're still getting over the, the Los Angeles one. Like, yeah. Jesus. And he yeah. divorced his wife, which was his wife in the film, Paul Hogan. Yeah. So good job, Paul. They're not gonna be on the screen again. Yeah. So, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. I forgot to mention that. Yes, I'm sorry. I just wanted it as a uh, PSA. Good pers- news and bad yeah. news. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly good news. Oh, Mo- uh, yeah. 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 Good on them. That was really uh, clever. So, you know, check us out on all social media. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and FieldGeeks.com. That said, uh, we'll be back next week. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. Take care. 